Hello and welcome to the Captain Bob Flight Simulator podcast. Right here we have our guest David Warren and we're going to be talking about flight simulators. Hello David. Hello. So my first question for you is how did you get started in flight simulation? I've always been like wanting to fly a plane and I found X-Plane and then my computer wasn't running it that well so I switched over to FSX. I kind of got tired of uh, going on the screen and clicking each individual button. So I started looking up uh, flight sims and I found your channel and saw all these instruments that you're making and I have a 3D printer so I started making them and just kind of went from there. That's really cool. So for the audience, what flight simulator are you building? So I'm currently building a Cessna 172 based on your plans. And then I also, so with the Cessna, I have the main panel, a belt, and then I have all, like most of the, all the engine gauges, the airspeed and vertical speed done. That's really excellent. Uh, and how far are you in both of these flight simulators? All the engine gauges, the airspeed and vertical speed done. That's excellent. It sounds like you've made a lot of progress. Yeah. I think everyone kind of makes like mistakes in the in their flight simulators. So, what are one of the biggest mistakes you you think you've built or you've made? Probably one of the biggest mistakes I've made was the uh probably the main panel. I made out of foam board and just covered it in uh, fiberglass. I probably should have gone with a uh, kind of harder material so it's because it just bends real quick and mm. I've have it starting to break in some places. Yeah, it definitely materials can be a little interesting because not all of them are created equal. Yeah, they definitely have different uh, properties. So it's good to research those. And, ooh, what is the coolest skill for your simulator you've used? Well, the coolest skill I've used was uh, either 3D printing or soldering. Uh, to build like the actual instruments because I think that's a big part of it in order for it to get uh, working super well. Absolutely. Yeah. What 3D printer do you have? I have an Endo 3. I like that one a lot. Do you print anything that's not necessarily for the flight simulator? Yeah, I've built like a connector to keep my headphones up on the wall and uh, small things like that. It's the small things that matter. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here's a question I like to ask. What is your dream job? So I want to be a electrical engineer and uh, and also have my pilot's license. So then if I need to go somewhere, I could just hop in like a Cessna or something and fly there without having to uh, buy tickets and all of that. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, I think I want to be in, like an electrical engineer too if I like ever go down that road. So yeah, what got you into electronics? What got me was I wanted to build robots and a bunch of them. And I was looking on Amazon, found an Arduino kit, and I had some birthday money left over, so I bought one, and that kind of just got me into it. Usually people, I don't think, go like pick up a textbook and are just like, yes, this will be my career. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's really like interesting how things like that can impact your interests or like spark them.
and another thing was uh, rockets. Uh, oh yeah. Since I was like five, I've been building rockets, and then I wanted to start getting into guidance computers and like uh, computers to tell altitude and stuff. So that's kind of the big thing that got me back into it. Oh yeah. What what do you think is the coolest rocket you've built? Uh, probably the one that I've built most recently. It's gone. I did a simulation. I think it went up to 100 miles an hour. Oh, wow. Up to like uh, three, 4,000 feet. Not super high, but it went super fast. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, rockets are definitely like cool to to do that. I haven't worked with them too much, but when I have, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you do any things with like the guidance system of them? I haven't built a guidance one. I've like made a schematic and stuff on them. Oh. Uh, but I just haven't gotten the PCBs made for me to actually start building them. So that's super cool. You're building PCBs right now. Yeah, that's really cool. What program? I use uh, mainly Eagle and Easy EDA, just because it's uh, Easy EDA is online, so I could be anywhere with just my laptop and not have to download more programs. I could just hop on the uh, website and quickly put my idea down versus having to write it down on a piece of paper. That's smart. Uh, yeah, one of the good things about uh, that site would be that, like, it's, uh, you know, what you just said, it's flexibility and, like, ease of access. So, uh, what do you think, what are some of the things you do to keep yourself, like, with your simulator organized? I... Some of the things I use is uh, Fusion to like draw my ideas, and then uh, I have tons of notebooks that I write down ideas in and what I want to build next in my sim, and then uh, things like that where I could just write down my idea, so <clears throat> then I don't forget on code. That's really smart because I feel like a lot of times, uh. If you don't write down your ideas, they escape. Uh, so it's, it's good that you're writing them down. That's smart. Do you have a mentor uh, for your flight simulator? I would say probably you, because oh, all the ideas you. that you, uh, that you uh, put out, all the STLs that you've kind of gathered together and made your own, and that's what actually got me into building them. Oh, that's really cool. Uh, I'm glad they helped. And your dream job is an electrical engineer, uh, but a question that kind of goes with that is, where do you see yourself in 10 years? In 10 years, I probably see myself working at uh, somewhere building guidance computers for either planes or rockets, missiles, things like that. I don't want to focus on uh, aeronautics. Yeah. Cool electrical engineering. That sounds, that sounds really cool. Uh, 
I haven't done too much research into the guidance side of things. So uh, I'd be curious to like, to like, I guess, learn a little bit more about that. Oh, and what's something that makes you unique? Something that makes me unique is all the things that I've probably done. I've uh, done welding, I've built rocket, I've made rocket oh, wow. fuel, I've, I've built, I started building like a mini house, I've built uh, rockets, all that, and I haven't even, I don't even have my driver's license yet. That's really impressive. Okay, here's a here's a really fun question because I think it kind of gets your imagination uh, sparking. But if you had unlimited resources, so like a, a fairy just came from the from the sky and was like, "Here, unlimited wishes." Uh, what would your flight simulator look like? It would probably be full motion, uh, all. Like all the GPS, full motion, with uh, surround sound and surround uh, uh, projectors. Yeah. Instead of just like a screen on my desk. Yeah, that would be really nice. Surround sound, that's something that people don't really talk about a lot. Uh, but you brought that up, so it must be important. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think it would be really cool to have something with surround sound because it it really takes you there, I guess. <laughs> and what would you be your ideal flight simulator? Uh, I'd love to build a Boeing one, but like a Boeing 737, but they're just so big. That's why I started with the Cessna, and I'm wanting to go onto the Learjet, just because they're still somewhat small. That's one of the really good things about the smaller planes is they they just don't take up as much space because they're not as big of planes. Uh, yeah, space is definitely a constraint. <laughs> um, let's see. If you would like, what is one thing you'd like to change in the flight simulator world? Or like, the com flight simulator community, I guess. Uh, probably getting more people into it. Because it's really fun, but not many people into it, so there's, there's still a lot of poets, but uh, if there's more people, you could have more poets for different planes, and you could also add to them and, and help with more people getting into it and kind of expand the community. Yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, the, I guess you were just saying, like... If more people get in, more people will build more parts for more planes, and it'll be easier to get everything all good to go. Uh, so yeah, definitely the economy of scale, I guess. Like, that would make it super cool. Oh, and what's something that you really like about the flight simulator community? Like, just in general? Uh, probably how welcoming they are, how... Even if you're new, you don't really build that good of looking stuff. They still congratulate you and kind of gives you uh, pointers on how to make it better. Yes, that's something real. I've really noticed that I I feel like isn't in all communities. If you're a noob, a flight sim noob, I, I when I first started, I was I was welcomed 
into the flight simulator community. Uh, even with like Sander 737 Max home cockpit, uh, he's the one who like introduced me to flight simulation. And he was like, oh yeah, your, your simulator projects are super cool. I really like your ideas. Here are some pointers uh, of things you could be doing better, but I really like it. And that, that's made a huge impact on me. Ooh, this one's a, another really fun question. What is your favorite movie character that isn't the main character? Or like a main character, so kind of a sidekick. And it's very hard. Yeah, sorry, I put you on the spot. It This one takes a lot of like, thinking. Uh, uh, probably, like, uh, it's not only really a character, but uh, Friday from uh, Iron Man. That's... That would be super cool. Yeah, this one is a tricky question, because uh, if you say, like, what is your favorite uh, person in a movie that's not a super... that's not a main character, you're like... Oh, Spider-Man! Uh, oh, wait. Yeah, you really have to think about that one. <laughs> and here's another tricky one, or maybe tricky. I don't know. I haven't asked it yet. Uh, but what is a movie that you could repeat over and over, uh, but it's not necessarily your favorite? So you won't get sick of it, but it doesn't have to be your favorite. Um... Something like a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, or something like not super big movie like that, but still somewhat well known. Yeah, that's cool. And what makes it so like repeatable? Just how like it's funny, uh, but the jokes doesn't get old. Yeah, that's a good point. That's something that I think would make it appealing. What's something that you, or what are some of the things you do in your free time? Uh, you hit a little bit on rockets, uh, but and flight simulators, uh, but are there any other things you like to do? Uh, I like to play video games with my friends. I think that's it's something that almost everyone likes to do. But I just like building things. That's yeah, broad what I like to do. Yeah, uh, you seem like a very like construction and like engineering or an oriented person, which is a good quality. Uh, what are some of the things you're proud of, like either building or fixing? Uh, some of the things I'm proud of building is a belt motorized bike, and that that's fun to ride. But I've built. Built computers, rockets, uh, a lot of things that can really come to my mind right now. Yeah. But booty printers, I've built laser engravers. Oh, you have? Uh, things like that. That all is really cool. Uh, it's so interesting because. I think sometimes when people are in flight simulators, uh, they like, they think other people are only into flight simulators, which is kind of funny. Uh, but people can like multiple things. <laughs> um, yeah, and you obviously do. 
When you want to learn a new skill, how do you learn it? Uh, probably through YouTube or uh, websites like Instructables and stuff. Yeah. And what's one of the skills that you've learned from Instructables? Probably programming. That's a big one that I've learned. Oh, yeah. Like uh, Python and Arduino. Those are big ones. That's, yeah, those are really big. Whatever you coded with Arduino. I've just made a little game uh, using like lights that go back and forth. Oh. And like you have to click a button on a certain light, like those arcade games. I made it where it gets faster and faster each time. Oh, that's cool. Is it rigged? I bet it would be a ton of fun. Yeah, it is. Here's something that uh, you can kind of learn about people in flight simulation. Do you prefer to build your flight simulators, or do you prefer to fly them? Uh, I like both of them, but I think building them is a big, fun part of them because you actually see what's behind the scenes versus just sitting down and flying them. Yeah, the behind-the-scenes aspect is something that's really big because I think if you just put someone in your cockpit and you're like, uh, fly this, they're like, okay, I press the buttons and everything works. It's like an airplane. Uh, and they'll be like shocked. But then if you take them behind the scenes and you're like, here's how I soldered this panel. Here's how I cut it. Here's how I did this. Uh, and I built this instrument. It was all me. Then that's like, whoa. So yeah. I think that's one of the reasons uh, building them can be so cool. And when you finish your flight simulator, will it be finished forever? No. I think <laughs> you could always upgrade it. You could always make it better. There's always something that has to be done to it to make it better. And I don't think it ever is finished. Yeah, that's. I think that would be true for a lot of the flight simulator uh, builders, you can always find little improvements. So yeah, what has been one of the improvements that you've, or one of the things that you've found that was, that you improved in your flight simulator? Probably, probably the sand. I've, I kind of just built a small little wooden frame for it, but I've uh, sort of walking on a better that it's not a shaky, uh, so then it's hold still when you're actually flying it. Oh yeah, that's really cool. Why do you have to eat Takis during my podcast? Can you go upstairs? How many hours do you think you put into your flight simulator every week? Quite a bit. I think I put at least uh, two to three hours each week, but. The first week I built it, I put like 10 to 12 hours into it, just trying to get that panel made so then I could start working on the actual instruments. The, when you like start building things, I think a lot of times, just because it's new, that really helps uh, to like yeah. kickstart it. Um, so yeah, you said you made your panel out of fiberglass. Uh, so or, is that correct? 
Yeah, I use like one of those uh, dollar store phone boards that you just buy for a dollar. Oh. And then I uh, took fiberglass and covered it in fiberglass. That's so cool. To give a little more strength to it. Oh, neat. Um, so yeah, that took you a little bit. Uh, or like, it sounds like I don't know. Uh, but yeah. what do you think is the thing that took you the longest in your flight simulator? Uh, probably the thing that took me the longest was the instruments, just because uh, 3D printing time, but then having uh, start printing, go to school, come back, and have it be completely failed, and you have to restart it. That's a huh. kind of big thing. That's so true. Just today, actually, I or last night, I printed something, and my filament was a little low. And so I was like, I really hope it doesn't run out of filament. That would be awful. And so I went to bed, printed it, came back the next day, and I saw that there was still filament on it. And I was super excited. But then I realized that was because the nozzle clogged and it stopped like extruding filament halfway through. So it failed anyways. You, you can never... Yeah, I, had, <laughs> I had a print like that, but I went to sleep, woke up, and the filament actually snapped. Oh. It was a little wet, <laughs> like when it was actually going in. That's so, so weird. That kind of sucked a lot. What do you think makes a successful simulator? Like, what are the pillars of flight simulation? I think just actually walking on it versus just building a piece, uh, have it not work, and you just kind of give up on it. I think actually walking on it and trying to get that one piece to work and then then go on to the next piece versus just that piece doesn't work give up on it and go on to the next one i think that's a big part of it absolutely this is something that no one else has actually discussed which i thought was pretty interesting uh but as you said uh just get back up i guess just keep working on it even if it doesn't work out because I think you will fail at your flight simulator one time or another, uh, but it's important to like dust off and get back up. But yeah, thank you so much for uh, for bringing that up because no one else has. Has your flight simulator ever been criticized? Um, it has some constructive criticism that kind of helped me. I design it better, and uh, that's why I wish I wouldn't have gone with the foam and fiberglass because it just snaps super easily. Fiberglass, uh, not really giving it much strength, but more like a rigidity, but it can still break. Yeah. But it kind of helped me with that and uh, made me think with more ideas to make it more uh, strong yeah i'm really glad it was uh constructive criticism because uh, sometimes if if it's like worded angrily it can really discourage people so and i don't think it would discourage you you so seem like a really gung-ho flight simulator uh but it can definitely take a toll so yeah try to if you ever have 
criticism, try to make it good. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything you would like to talk about? Yeah. I'd like to talk about the like process you've made on making a few of your instruments. Because I've tried to make some before I found you and I just couldn't really figure out how to get the, the servos and stuff to fit in a small compact area. Yeah, I think the best way to get things super close together is to kind of, um, is to make sure that the angles don't overlap. So servo has 180 degrees, so if you make the 180 degrees line up to where the other servos 180 degrees is, then I guess it works out the best, ideally. And also something that I learned uh, was that the servo needle doesn't necessarily need to be aligned with the servo horn. So like you could have, I guess it's hard to explain on with just like audio and video, but if you have a servo that arm is over here, then you don't necessarily have to have its servo horn right under it. You can have it offset so that it doesn't interfere with other servo horns. Um, and yeah, the design process is a little confusing, but it, it does help a lot if you draw out where the servos travel is so that you make sure things don't hit each other. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Oh, and always feel free to contact me if you have any more questions. What are some of the things that you feel new flight simulator people should know? Um, probably uh, just stick at it. Don't, don't beat yourself down because one part didn't fail. I've had every part fail more than once and I'm still working on one of the pieces trying to get it to work. But just stay at it and don't give up. Yeah, don't give up. That's great advice. Uh, and I like how you said every part you've designed or like put in your simulator has failed. And at first I was like, is that possible to have like every part fail? But then I realized, yeah, every part has failed for me like multiple times. <laughs> I don't think there's a thing that I designed perfectly or like built perfectly the first time. And it's hard to and it's easy to like see all the failures and be like crazy but keep it up you're doing great people <laughs> do you have any one like building technique that you use that you'd like to share i would say don't try to force pieces together probably like uh, sand them down or maybe reprint them if you have a printer so then they fit better instead of trying to force it and then have it snap and then have to go and reprint it anyway. Mm. That's a big thing that I... I'm... Yeah. Sanding does a lot. It makes things look good and it can take out material. Uh, yeah, it's, it's good to do that. And, and you don't get yourself hurt too. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Um, thank you for having me. If you like this podcast, give it a good review on Apple Podcasts or 
uh, subscribe on Google Podcasts. And uh, thank you again so much, David, for coming out uh, to the podcast. It was really fun chatting with you. Yeah, that is all for this week. I will see you in the next week's episode of the Flight Sim Podcast. Captain Bob's Flight Sim Podcast. Uh, Have a good week, everyone. Bye. And we'll sim you later.